Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Erin. And this is Beyond the Ranch. Uh, Deputy Holden, who was here for the, the ranch roundup, told me a joke. Uh, huge hit with the kids, so we're going to try that today here. And you're already yawning. I'm so tired. <laughs> you're already yawning. I haven't even started yet. It's okay. not you, it's me. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. I've heard that before. <laughs> so uh, a guy gets pulled over uh, driving around in his car. The cop walks up to his car and sees that he has 20 penguins in the back seat of his car. Sweet. And uh, the, the cop says, you know, you need to take these penguins to the zoo. I mean, <laughs> that's what you need to do with these penguins. So the guy says, okay, pulls away. The next day, the cop sees the same guy and sees a penguin hopping in the back seat of the car. So the cop pulls him over again and says, hey, I thought I told you to take these penguins to the zoo. What the heck are you doing today with these penguins? And the guy says, well, today I'm taking them to the movies. <laughs> Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch. <laughs> Who's been hitting the kids? Funny, funny, funny. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm texting. While you talking. are. Well, who are no, you I'm texting? trying. To, a customer that's coming to purchase items from the farm store this afternoon. Really? Yeah. Checking to see what we have. She at the was farm checking store? inventory. Yeah. Isn't that nice? You should. Uh, you should like have like a, a Facebook page that you could put up on this Facebook page. This magical device. <laughs> what you have available in the store I every mean, day. It's been a weird week for that because you got a call from the Chamber of Commerce, or not even a call. A it was a message on Facebook from the Chamber of Commerce because somebody called the Chamber of Commerce wanting to know what you had in your store for well, they, sale. They were looking for my phone number, and we're not registered with the chamber. We're not chamber members. No. Um, and we don't have a phone number online because you people would annihilate it. <laughs> so We kind of have a phone number. Uh, kind of online, but not really. It's kind of, it's like a customer service number that's like hidden. In it case. like legally has to be on some of our products, yeah. but it's not like, it's not on my Facebook page. And honestly, it, it's, it, we never answer it. I do check if there's messages about once a month. Uh, so if someone has a complaint. <laughs> our like, customer service department is seriously lacking. It is lacking. Uh, so it, it legally has to be on some things. Um, it's just a good business practice to have a customer service line but um yeah we don't we don't have a customer service department so um but it, it was funny she came out that person oh, that, she did. Oh, yeah okay. and she was looking for kohlrabi and she'd been out before and she's like i don't have a smartphone like i didn't you know how to get a hold of you guys i didn't want to come out if there wasn't kohlrabi and so this is the problem that i thought we would have with being a whole 10 miles out of town that people would be like oh i don't want to go out there if they don't if i don't know what they have well and but she people will drive 40 minutes to go to walmart and window shop well, I get what I I get what she was coming from, but I told her when she was out before that I will have kohlrabi for now until even through a light frost. So it's, it's frustrating because I feel like people don't listen. <laughs> um, so I I sold her what I had in the store. I even went and picked some more, which I'd done the last time. She's great. I like visiting with her. Um, and I appreciate that she is dedicated to the kohlrabi cause. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll like I'll have it, and so. It is. I can't have a. I, I just feel like we can't have a phone number online. Somebody even found my personal Facebook account last night to like ask me a question, and I kind of yell at you about then, something that you did. And then <laughs> and then also messaged us on Owl's Facebook page. So I'm just like, I will answer your questions here, not on my. Like if you message my personal Facebook page, I'm sorry, you're not getting a message back. <laughs> I, ha I have a personal Facebook page that I have tons of friends on, and. And I don't do anything with no. it. I mean, I just don't have time to well, do that. And we but. have a we have a social media business. Um, I think the reason she sought me out on Facebook is because she thinks I should um, do something for you. <laughs> um, like I would see it. If yeah, it was somewhere else. and. and I can understand that. I have an email address. You can email me, Aaron at our Wyoming Life. Like I just. I don't know. We're married. We've been married for a long time. We don't really have secrets. Like. Um, basically, I don't. Should I should I say what, what the I'm problem supposed to was? Do, what I'm supposed to do? Uh, well, yeah, it had because during the live stream last night, yeah. we talked about um, the banners, and one of the banners from the Ranch Roundup, we had people. Actually, this wasn't even our idea. Somebody came up with this idea on the fly, but people signed uh, the banner, mm -hmm. and then that banner I put up in the shop. I didn't know that you had given the other banner away. I gave it to David. It says first annual on it. Like Tammy and I were looking through the banners because she went and picked up a bunch up and I was like, what can we keep? Like what is not like date specific? Like what can we reuse next year? What essentially needs to find somewhere else to go because I'm not going to store it forever. Right. Like 
Even if we do store it, we won't be able to find it. Yeah, yeah. and if it's his first annual, like, we can't reuse it. So, like, what can I do with this, right? That it's not wasteful, but, like, I don't. So, it's like, Tammy's like, do you mind if I take this? Or I might have been like, do you want this? I don't remember how the dialogue went because I had 87,000 conversations in the last (laughs) 10 days. Um, (laughs) And she was like, yeah, we would love that as a memento of the first ranch roundup. I was like, cool, take it. We have the one. And she she said over and over, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, we have the one that everybody signed. That's much more significant to us. So um, this message was saying that I should get this back and I should frame it and I should give it back to you because you would really like it. You were surprised during the live stream that I had given it away because I didn't did- <laughs> know that you had given it away. I just, you know, honestly, like I was, I was of the opinion, like, so you're more, you're more environmentally friendly than I am because I was just like, throw them away because we'll get new ones next. Well, year. <laughs> trying to not say that on the podcast, but that's what was going to happen to it. Okay, if it goes in Dave and Tammy's shop or barn and they, it, it brings them some happiness when they look at it, like that's. Better. Better. It's got Bambi and it's got poor Kenyon when when Dave and Tammy kick the bucket and he's got to clean out their <laughs> building. He's <laughs> going to so be like, nice. I don't want this shit. Throw it in the garbage. So I just delayed its its garbage filling landfill moment. That's all I did. Right. That's all we're really doing. It doesn't have any other useful purpose. No, and I, so I appreciate what that lady was saying. Like I get it. Like because you did act very surprised. I was um, surprised. I didn't know what. I mean, honestly, I was like, oh, they took it. That's cool. I mean, I don't. It doesn't bother me. You at don't all. care. No. I just didn't know that somebody really cared that much to take one. So you know. I appreciate her idea. Again, but, take our trash and take it to your house. But again, this talks about like the not listening that like gets frustrating sometimes. I said, we said, we have the banner that everybody signed right. and it's already hanging in the shop. Like it was hanging in the shop before people, like all of our help left for Ranch Roundup. So like we have a memento from the first Ranch Roundup. Right. Right. Please listen. <laughs> You're kind of hard on folks here lately. <laughs> you yelled at people during the live stream yesterday for not showing up. By the way, I got like four different emails from folks that apologized for not coming, um, that they did let somebody know. Yeah. Actually, all four of them that, that I got the email said that yeah. I let Tammy know yes. that I wasn't coming. So these are people that are in contact with us anyway. And Tammy let me know. Like, we we had a running count. Like, there, there was many conversations throughout the week every time we got a cancellation. Right. Like, and if, if I think we had, we had a number. Like, if all the cancellations of the people that told us they canceled... We were short like 20 people or something 20, like that. 20, yeah, it, like, it was kind of, flo- we, and then we sold a few more tickets. So it was floating between like 25 and 30 and stuff because I did put on Facebook, you can get here. And some people brought some more additional people with. Right. So I was expecting about 170, 175 plus all of us. Right. And we ended up with 120, 20, 30, 107 checked in at the gate with Tammy. Okay. So we ended up. And then all of our help and stuff. And then all of our help. So instead of 170 to 175 checking in, we only had 107. Mm -hmm. So, um,. It's, it's fine. Life happens and stuff. Like, just drop an email. Like, I think that's just courteous. I think some people bought tickets just to buy tickets, too, to, as a way to support what we were doing. I did see that in, like, the very beginning, like, when we put tickets on sale. There was a lot of, like, there was a few that were like, I can't, I'm never going to make it, but I'm buying tickets anyway to support what you're doing. Which, that's not the right way to support us. No, it's not. And And now that, you know, the thing is, like, we've got... This one underneath our belt, and now we can move on. Speaking of which, um, I did get a, a, a scathing email this morning about how <laughs> negative we are. <laughs> like it was kind of it was kind of funny how it was worded. It was was uh, it an email or was it that comment? Uh, it was a comment. Okay. It was uh, it was um, you know that you, were, you watching you guys. I, I really like you guys, but watching you guys reminds me of going to my grandma's house and listening to her complain about her many ailments. Which, by the, I really hope I'm not. I I don't want to be this guy's grandma because apparently he just doesn't have a lot of sympathy <laughs> for grandma. But like, and I get that to an extent. Like it is. It's hard not to sit when we do like live streams and even the podcast. Like podcast is worse, obviously, <laughs> but like um, even the, even the live streams sometimes it's like you're sitting down with friends. So it's like I don't have anybody else to bitch to, you know, right? So yeah, you know, I I sit down with my friends and I go, oh my gosh, this is bugging me, and I want to tell you about it. Well, I think. It's a question that our audience can answer. Do you want us to be sunshine and roses all the time? Or do you want to know the real Mike and Aaron? Because, like, yeah, I had a shit show of a week physically. Like, Ranch Roundup was physically, like, I had some injuries. I'm still suffering. Uh-huh. You have a cold. Like, we were put through the ringer. There was two weeks of, like, sometimes, like, actual literal hell around here, <laughs> which resulted in in an amazing event that we got to share with our audience. Like, 
all the work and the continued rib injury is, <laughs> is, is, is there was never a moment during our roundup that I was like, I hate this. And like, no, no, I wish we, that's kind of funny. We, I wish we had, I mean, we had this. problems with people. We had problems with equipment. We had stuff break. But we it had was you fine. break. I and, was broke Wednesday the, morning when I'm at Walmart and I'm like practically in tears. Like, was I ready to throw in the towel? Shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> there was some moments where I was, it, I was suffering, but you know, like, do you want us to be fake? Right. Or do you want to get to know? And like, I think that's what, like, there was a conversation going on, and I really like this idea of doing this because uh, when we do live streams, a lot of people show up early to uh, hang out and chit-chat beforehand. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, 10, 20, 30 people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they're in what we call the green room or what Matt calls the corral. <laughs> and and one of the conversations that I saw floating around in there was, like, what separates our Wyoming life as a YouTube channel from other YouTube channels? And people were talking about just the the what's the genuinity? I don't know the, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, uh, you know the genu- how genuine uh, the channel is. Genuine. <laughs> genuine. 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 There we go. Um, that you know that that we can be uh, being able to show the good and the bad. And, mm-hmm. and one of the comments that I got from a lot of people that were here from the ranch roundup, you know, they said it's it's very impressive that um, you're not afraid to show like, you know, the, the good and the bad. In fact, I had a, a really nice conversation with a guy who's actually a farmer in Idaho, potato farmer that came for the ranch roundup and older guys. So I kind of, you know, he start we started talking and I kind of went down that road about, you know, like us showing, you know, how much stuff costs and stuff like that. And I was kind of waiting because I've heard this from many different ranchers, you know, like, you you know, we don't, we, don't, we shouldn't share that. Mm-hmm. That's not their business. That's <laughs> our business. You're, sh- you're basically breaking the code, you know, all that kind of thing. And um, he's he was very much along the same lines as I was. He was like, you know, farmers and ranchers are shooting themselves in the foot yeah. by not explaining that this isn't just, you know, we're out here riding the range on, you know, and, and goofing off all day long and it's rodeos on Saturdays and, you know, all that kind of stuff, that romanticized uh, image that people have yeah. when they think of ranching and farming. And it's the same thing like when the, with the, uh, the cost of ranching video and how much crap I get for that video and people are like, you know, you ruined my dreams of, uh, of becoming a, a farmer or a rancher um, because... Yeah. You know, you put out this video that actually shows how much it costs to buy land. I mean, it's like... Where are we living in this weird delusional state where it's like, um, you know, my food magically shows up at the grocery store? Yeah. So in the nonprofit like food world, there's a lot of um, there's there's a lot of movement behind food is free. Yeah. And and that is bullcrap. Food mm-hmm. is not free. Um, we'll talk about that. And in a we can bit, talk cause... about nonprofit stuff later. But um, so it's not. I, I Megan and I firmly believe that food is not free because it costs money to farm. It costs an extreme amount of fun, money to farm. Um, what should be free is accessibility, um, but it, to to be disillusioned and think that food is free and it just magically sprouts from the ground, even though it does magically, it is a very magical process. I believe what from a seed to a magical process. <laughs> um, it, it, it's not without for Aaron. Cost. It's like having a child every single and thing it is that a, sprouts out of the ground. It's just magical. <laughs> it is a significant thing that happens. A seed turns into something that nourishes us. Right. A calf turns into an animal that nourishes us. Um, but it's not free and. It is not without significance. Right, so. right. And that was, that was a conversation I had with this guy. And, and honestly, I can't remember. I'm so horrible with names. I can picture him. I can draw you a picture of him. <laughs> um, but uh, he was from Idaho, and, and he, he agreed with me. He said, you know, that, that farmers and ranchers are kind of shooting themselves in the foot by having this secret club. And, yeah. and you know, literally I've been accosted by farmers and ranchers in mm-hmm. this area who have basically told me they're to stop what I'm doing or they're going to yeah. punch my lights out. Um, Zach Johnson stopped by here yesterday. Zach Johnson, yeah. Minnesota millennial farmer. And uh, you missed him. I missed completely. him. I, we really tried to hurry and spearfish getting more food. We were picking vegetables for you the and Megan were off for having, edible prairie having for lunch and, and, you know, picking vegetables. I was but you guys good. had lunch. We had a, I mean, we grabbed a sandwich. Like, right. we didn't have a, an elaborate lunch. But, yeah, I mean, I, I missed Zach, which was unfortunate. I would have liked to have met him in person, but next time. So. But the one thing that really, he, as we were walking around the ranch and, and we didn't like go back or any, do, do like the full tour, but we did the walk around that pretty much what people saw during the ranch roundup. We went and looked <laughs> at pigs, we looked at calves. And he was amazed that what we do here goes directly to our consumers. Not our calves that we sell at auction, but we do keep, ca- mm-hmm. I mean, everything that we produce here on the ranch, you can get directly from us at some point. Yeah. So he was just amazed by that. 
And I, you know, I didn't, I didn't really put much to it. And then Aaron came home, and I said it was funny because you know Zach was amazed by the store that you could buy everything we produce here on the ranch at the store. Mm-hmm. And what did, what did you say? What was your reaction? He said he's a farmer who doesn't sell to the public. Right. He, he's selling to feeds. He's selling. Well, he's, he's selling yeah. to. Uh, to an elevator. To an elevator. Yeah. yeah, and that's I'm not that's not a criticism against Zach. No, that's, that's how it's worked for years and years and that's, years. That's what kind of a farmer he is. We are a specialty crop farmer. We are not a commodity farmer. Right, um, and nobody wants to go buy a bushel of soybeans. Yeah, yeah, we're and, in a different market. Know, so again, yeah. please don't think that I'm criticizing Zach. That is but it's just, a different world. It's a different world. Yeah. I don't understand his world because we don't live in it. Like I am just as much a spectator in that world as everybody who watches his channel. Um it's just we we're raising a different type of food. Yeah, I'm not raising field corn. I mean, for you could go to Zach feed. and probably buy a bushel of wheat, and then what are you going to do with it? Corn, <laughs> field corn. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I'd I mean, have to grind it and feed it to our cows. Yeah, that's what you would do yeah. with his. Yeah, or if you could go to another farmer and buy a bushel of wheat, I mean, are you going to know how to make that into flour? No, you know. So no, I mean, no, no. definitely there is that. There has to be that middleman. Yeah, in there that absolutely aspect. does. But yeah. we could take. Well, I guess our middleman would pretty much be the butcher, that the USDA inspector. You know, obviously yeah. the vegetables, there isn't a middleman. No, there is no but middleman. But when it comes to meat, there is a middleman yeah. with that too. So uh, it's, it's just, just a we're, different. We're, we're eliminating about eighteen other middlemen in between yeah. um, us and the grocery store. Yeah, grain farming requires processing before it can be on the table. Right. Um, and and so it's just a different world, and it's it is neat to show other farmers. A different side of farming because I think a lot of people don't think we're farmers we're ranchers and, and we stand behind that that we're ranchers and stuff but we do produce a lot of a ton of food direct more to than consumer a ton. Yeah, I carry <laughs> yeah. that stuff around yeah. more than a ton. there is a crap ton of food that comes out of this little tiny ranch in Wyoming that goes direct to consumer right and I think that that is I'm proud of that yeah and it's funny because there are a lot more people that could do that uh, oh, I, yeah. you know I see a lot of even around here these same people that are mad at me for doing something different you know, they're doing the same thing they were doing 50 years ago. We can have a whole conversation about big ag and the pitfalls with big ag. Yeah, make a lot of enemies, mm-hmm. which we probably already have. But uh, so, And farmers are forced into it. Like, just to detour down that route a little bit, like, you don't have much choice in a lot of situations. So yeah. just like feeding, selling our calves to auction, that's putting them into the big egg, egg system. Right, because we don't have another option. We don't have somebody that's here wanting to, even if Even if somebody bought them from us directly, which is the next option, uh-huh. uh, besides just keeping all of our calves and finishing them all ourselves and selling them all direct to consumer, uh, which may happen someday. We, it might. But you know, if we had a contract with somebody, Joe Blow wanted mm-hmm. to buy all of our calves, well, then we're just eliminating the auction house. Yeah, they're that's still going all. into a feed lot. They're, they're still going into a commercial place. feed lot system and into a commercial um, finishing and then processing. And then sometimes you're not even eliminating the, the auction house because they'll take them. So Joe Blow buys them from us. Now yeah, he's gonna he's gonna feed them for a, a year and or over the winter, and then he's gonna put them back into an auction yeah. and sell them. So he yeah. makes a little bit more money. Yep. So it's kind of a, a weird deal, but it was cool to get to talk uh, at the ranch roundup. And I don't know how much talking you did to people. You said you were able to skate through the crowd a little bit. Um, yeah, it kind of like went. And I'm not as cool as you are, um, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, I went through um, definitely like times where um, you get done with one conversation, or somebody's tapping you on the shoulder, or trying to catch your eyeline like I saw a lot of people kind of like heads up like bobbing and weaving like is she done can I can I move in for the kill like (laughs) and we talked about doing like a receiving line like Uh, a a wedding and Gary Schroeder and I were talking about that I don't know if Gary listens I don't think he listens to the podcast but no he uh, doesn't (laughs) we were were talking about like the receiving line thing and and we did the math like and this is the weird part about this is when everything we did for the ranch roundup we had to do math to figure out where time would be spent whether it was driving people in like Mm -hmm. and how the path if you if you actually look at the path that people drove in on the on the hay wagons we had to go out and time that oh, yeah. and we had to figure out the, the best way to do it and and to so we can get everybody on the ranch within an hour I mean yeah. we had, and we obviously we did it with time to spare because we were, didn't have as many people as mm-hmm. we thought we were going to but now double that if you realize how long that those two hay wagons were going and then we double that if we would have had the double the number I think of people so. what yeah, to speak on that, like I think if if we had had all actually two hundred people, like more of them would have come at one time, and so you could have ran those wagons. Yeah, like, I think filled the wagons them. weren't full all the time. Yeah, because there was a lot of time where they, I know they were sitting out there waiting for them to be full, so there was kind of more time in between trips. But um, yeah, we've got some ideas for next year. Yeah, so I mean, even like 
the receiving line. Like yeah. if we figured we spend five minutes with each person. Well, not. I think we were being. We were saying like two, one to two minutes. Yeah, but with you can't each do that because even the people that stopped and talked to me, like, there's no such thing as a two. But minute a receiving a receiving line, a meet and greet line, is one to two minutes. Well, I know. I I agree. It is <laughs> in a perfect world by the book. That's you know, what somebody it is. standing there. With but a when stop we did the math, that's what we that's what we planned was one to two minutes per person. Right. When we did the math, and even that was like two hours. I mean, yeah, two hundred people. Like. Yeah. We couldn't do it. Yeah, 60 people, you know, 30 people an hour if you did two minutes. Yeah, we were like, 30 groups an hour. Literally, we had to say no because we would stand in line the entire time. But still, like, somebody timed me. Um, get it, from the time I got off the stage, it took me uh, a little bit over an hour to get over to the shop, which is literally 50 feet away. Yeah. Uh, and then it was time to eat, so I had to work my way back to the food line, which was clear over I, by the and stage And I think again. I made somebody go get you. Yeah, somebody yeah. came and got me. And then it took another 45 minutes to get back that direction. It was kind of weird. You did just, sneak into the RV and eat. I did. I managed yeah. to do that. It was fun. And I mean, I loved it. And that's what <laughs> being able to... I don't think I went to the bathroom all day. You were supposed to go in the house and go to the bathroom because nobody put water in the RV. Oh, yeah. That yeah, task kind of, fell We through. kind of forgot that one. Well, you said you told someone to do it. <laughs> I may have. I don't know. I mean, having you know, having everything kind of fall, not really fall apart. The great thing about it is like things that didn't get done, nobody noticed. Yeah, nobody. We, only we noticed and, our, and the people that were helping us, and they don't really care. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. it just didn't get done. So uh, there's a few people that care, don't get me wrong. But, you know, it didn't, it wasn't a end-all, be-all no. type of situation that there wasn't water in the RV. So You just had to go in the house. But I did get a chance to talk to a lot of people and, and, and learning about what makes us a channel that people want to watch. And um, a lot of people said it was like things like, you know, the, the Costa videos or the, you know, the, the Gilbert videos or, or, you know, that kind of stuff. But I think a lot of it also came down to the fact that, you know, we allowed people, which, uh, good or bad, to come to the ranch and snoop around people were very thankful and that was one thing you know we in the planning and stuff we talked a lot about like this is our home and we need people to be respectful and and we kind of had these boundaries that our 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 crew was aware of of you know obviously didn't want people in my house and stuff but everybody was very very respectful of our property there was nobody that even pushed a boundary at all no some people i i did hear through the grapevine that some people walked into the farm store i guess the door got unlocked. yeah unlocked. the tour was open so somebody was in there wandering around <laughs> nothing was missing or no, anything no, so they were like, just looking around they just and they probably around. figured hey it's open i must be able to go look yeah and and that's just because we were using the fridge in there so i'm sure just somebody was grabbing something and didn't pull the lock behind it i don't leave the cash in there yeah so it well, was even ron the, the guy that noticed he was like well it's open so, yeah, I mean, it's maybe fine. people are allowed to go in there. It so. was fine. Um, that was not an issue at all. Um, yeah, every, and we received so many compliments about, like, thank you for doing this and thank you for allowing us into. Like, people were aware that this is our home and they were yeah. very, very respectful, which is great because it allows us to have confidence that we can do, do this again. again. I, and what's still, like, work being on the internet has made us very guarded, I think. Um, in a lot of aspects, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I don't. I don't get an email anymore without somebody wanting something. Usually, yeah. You know. Or, um. So I, we still. It's not like we're going to be naive and be like, oh, there's no risk. Everyone will be cool. Like, yeah. you know, we're still going to have security and and we're still like we locked certain. You you screwed some doors shut. Like. I did not screw a door shut. Other people did, okay. and really kind of overdid it. By the way, there was a couple. <laughs> there the sliding door in the barn. I literally had like six screws in it. All right. Well, they made I was sure like, nobody. Holy smokes! This thing is not going to open. And, and in reality, all that stuff was closed off because um, those areas maybe didn't get cleaned up as well. We were hiding our junk, but also you know a tripping hazard, and right. you know or somebody gets stanged on a nail, you know yeah. that kind of thing. We did clean out the barn as best we could. That one side just kind of. Not as good as the other side and stuff. And and there still can be boundaries. The chicken house was not open for viewing. Because it didn't Uh, get cleaned. It did not get cleaned. I was Uh, really hoping it was going to, too. Oh, gosh, we've got to do it. We need to do the whole chicken run and clean the chicken house really good. They need some new roofs built. Like, we got to do some chicken house work before winter. Like, we got to do it. Or shizzle. Um, But, yeah, everyone was really, really great. Um, I think there was probably a few people that I didn't actually get to meet. You did meet. I, I, you met I did not everybody. hear that I didn't meet somebody. I mean, that yeah. was my goal. Was yeah. I wanted to shake everybody's hand. And everybody who, who wanted to talk to me, I talked to. Like right. if, if, I, I didn't want to force myself upon somebody. And if they didn't want to talk to me or they didn't, I wasn't like, "Hi, how's it going?" Yeah. You know, and like intrude in their personal space. Um, I think we did a good job of making ourselves available and accessible. I didn't. Nobody like. I didn't go hot. I did go eat with the kids in the RV, and I did some spend some time with them up at the lemonade stand when it was wandering, winding down. And um, but yeah, I mean, I think we made an effort to. 
So that's what's gonna be difficult, is if we, people keep asking, are we increasing size? We're still gonna probably sell about 200 tickets. We expect 50 people, kind of, of our crew and vendors. So yeah, we're gonna shoot for that 250 mark and actually get around that 250 people here on the ranch. Because we didn't do it, I don't, so I don't wanna no, so say. We, so what do we sell, 300 tickets? Yeah, we're, I've got some strategies. Oh, do you really? <laughs> um, so I don't want to. Um, I don't want to say that we can do an event with two hundred plus people when we haven't done an event with two hundred plus people. Right. It didn't happen. Yeah. So we need to. Before we go to three or four hundred tickets sold, I need to see if we can handle two hundred. Yeah. That's just the, the reality. This is the yeah. It, you talk about reality, and there was a. Uh, another thing in that in the green room before the the show or before the live stream yesterday was uh, somebody commented and said you know this isn't um, uh, somebody was saying well it's just reality TV or something like that and and somebody said no it's not reality it's real like yeah. this is what's really going on around there when you when you do get a chance to come out for the ranch roundup which I'm sure you all will at some point um, <laughs> is you know that it when you see what you see is what you see is what you get yeah. And uh, we I think don't really put on like a, too much of a show. I think reality TV, when it first started, was was real. And then somewhere along the line, somebody was like, we can make it more dramatic. Oh, and yeah, we absolutely. can increase yeah. views. And it was corrupted. Right. But And even YouTubers do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. Clickbait. Everybody knows what clickbait is. Yeah. Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know who we are, so we can call him out. Uh, Jake Paul got married for views. Yeah, he did. Fake, wait, fake wedding. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's some YouTubers that will still, you know, do that. We don't. And so when someone says we complain like their grandma too much, well, you can change the channel. You can. <laughs> Not the old, you know, the, the clicky anymore, but you can definitely take some mouse click. Real yeah. life is. I had a severe neck injury and an ongoing... It's, a, it's not a rib injury. It's my muscle on top of my rib. Yeah. I am feeling better. I was amazed, like, the day after Ranch Roundup, I started getting sick. Or, like, the day... The, because the adrenaline just propels you forward. Yeah. It's like I was just... The cold hit me. Like I mean, you said it, too. It's like, belly, that came on fast. Like, yeah. It was just, oh, like... Oh, so fast. One, I you were kinda, fine, like, Monday morning and by Monday... Or Tuesday. Whatever day when, it was. I don't know what day it was. What day is it, Friday? Wednesday, because you were editing. Oh, okay. I don't even I don't remember. remember. All I know is that... I just got sick really fast. And I like Monday morning. I was like, like literally, like getting ready. Lincoln didn't go to school Monday. He's kind of a disaster. Um, <laughs> but we, I was getting ready, so I was just like in my bathroom doing my hair and stuff. And it was like eight thirty in the morning, and I like had to take Motrin because my feet were just like killing me. I was like, <laughs> I have been on my feet for twenty seven minutes, and I literally cannot stand. Oh my gosh, maybe you are somebody's grandma. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but I just like the amount of miles that we put on, just walking around this ranch that whole week of was oh, yeah. just. It was crazy. We were comparing. I didn't know that like your phone keeps track of your steps. Yeah, you know? yeah. You don't need a Fitbit or whatever. Yeah. So uh, Jake, uh, Fensel, Matt's son, and I. Well, it also tracks like when you're driving and stuff. Though, too. Oh, does it really? I, th I don't. I guess I don't know exactly. I don't know how it either. Works. But uh, you know, I think it would be like if you were under like a certain miles per hour or something. But I'm, anyway, um, we were comparing, and it was like noon, and it was like, hey, I have fifteen thousand steps yeah, already. It was, and it was a like, lot. Holy smokes! And I think he had like twenty-five or thirty thousand in one day. Yeah. It's just insane. Uh, because you can put on miles walking back and forth. Freaking circles, man. You yeah, just, just walk like, in I'm circles. Over here, I'm over here. Oh, I'm back over there. Yeah. And uh, But the adrenaline propelled us forward. And so, like, even though, like, Wednesday I was in extreme amounts of pain, it was just like, we got, I got to get through this. And there was no, no there stopping. Really was no, there was no quitting. And it was very much like um, we had to get this done. And <sighs> it... it you know, Saturday, uh, obviously Friday, we did the live stream, which mm -hmm. was kind of a little sur surrealistic at the time, you know, and getting set up and making sure everything worked. And then boom, 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 it's time to go. And We're so sudden, last minute. Like, we got to do better. <laughs> Kills me. And then, you know, then yeah, it was like, boom, we're going and uh, we're live. And Dave's, you know, funny thing was like uh, Dave had, had never run the, uh, the, the board or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, the production system, the computer before for a live stream. So literally he had like five minutes of training. And, and we had like, talked in the, we had talked at the beginning of the week about how I have to sit, we're going to sit down, we're going to do a fake live stream, yeah. basically one that's unlisted <laughs> that nobody can get to so that he can practice doing all the things with, get, get used to it. Uh. And I can sit behind him and I can show him how to do the audio and all that kind of stuff. And then I 
you know, as soon as we go live, it's like, and if you go back and watch that, you can actually, oh, yeah. dur during the intro, you can hear Dave talking because he didn't turn off any microphones during the <laughs> intro. So he's like talking and he's like, well, I haven't screwed it up yet. You know, and, and stuff like that. And we're all laughing and you can hear people in the background, which was kind of a cool effect, uh, you know, as the intro is playing and stuff like that. And then we did the live stream and then that was over with. We hung out until ten o'clock when they when they were ready to kick us out of the hotel. Yeah, and then uh, and then it was back to work. So that was kind of like a weird. I came home like, and like frosted cakes, and I didn't. Yeah, it was cakes. like a weird intermission. It was like okay, we're gonna do this, and then boom, we're gonna go back. Did to I make frosting? Ready. You didn't make frosting that night because we, it was too late. You were gonna make frosting or something. Maybe you did. I don't know. It's all. I literally did something though. Like came home Friday night. I was like, I still have to do this. Yeah, you had to. You had to do something, but I don't remember what it was. I think I frosted. Yeah, cakes. Tammy came over after the live. No, stream. nobody came over. Nobody I sent everybody over? home. Lauren was going to come. I said. I said no. I was going to handle it. Um, so then the next. I, morning, I made coleslaw. I know that, and I think I made frosting. Yeah, then, I did because you. You helped me. I don't remember. Honestly, you took stuff to the fridge. Just a blur. It is such a blur. The next morning then we started getting ready, you know, doing what we thought was like last minute stuff, which turned out to be like, oh, this is crap we didn't do yet. Oh, it was so much stuff. But right before, you know, it was uh, the the people were showing up. We could see cars pulling in and parking and they were about a quarter mile away, a uh, quarter and a half mile away, whatever it is. And uh, I saw people pulling in parking and then it became, I think one of the hunters came up to me and said, hey, you got to go, you know, go get ready. Mm -hmm. And I was sent to the house. And then the trailers went out, and then you and I were standing in the bathroom, and I was looking out the bathroom window, and here comes a trailer filled with people that I could see, you know, mm -hmm. if you, uh, if you on the hill yeah. right outside the triangle pasture. And I just tootling right along, and it's yeah. like, oh crap, here they come! Here like they come. all of a sudden, it's like real, and all of a sudden, um, ready or not, <laughs> I do feel like with the live stream. Uh, originally, we had like almost a hundred people who were scheduled to sit in for the live stream. We didn't have room for a hundred people. No, thank goodness. So it's good that I think there was only about fifty there. Uh, for the live stream next year, we're going to change that venue so we can have more room and have uh, a little bit better controlled environment because, like, people were going by with their bags, <laughs> their suitcases. And, and suitcases and it was not in a, like um, I'd never been in that hotel, and like you, you and Dave kind of handled all the hotel stuff, and um, I'd never been in that hotel ever. And yeah, it was just like a, a big room off. It's probably where they do continental breakfast in the morning. Yeah, it was like their breakfast yeah. nook. And so it was big. It wasn't. It, it was wasn't big. Small, but definitely it was not right off the lobby. Not like and in no a wall. Not an enclosed conference room. Which there's other hotels who have better like meeting spaces, reception. I mean, the hotel where we had our wedding reception has a closed room that can seat a few hundred people. And so it has its own bar. Yeah, and, you know that kind of thing. We're going to change locations, for sure. Not that the Arbuckle did a bad job. Like, they were great. Everybody said the rooms were amazing. Everybody did really... It's easy to get from the Arbuckle to the ranch, um, but we just need a closed-off room. Like, you were also, like, setting up audio equipment with, like, subscribers, like, Trying to talk hey, to Mike, you. how's it going? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which is fine, yeah. but it was... I think that added to the stress and, like, the, some of the technical difficulties because you couldn't just focus and you couldn't sit down with Dave and be like, hey, let's run a two-minute uninterrupted test yeah. here. So... Um, yeah, I think what I envision is is an, a closed room that if live stream starts at 7, like we have the room until 6.15, 6.30, and then we leave, we're set up, we let the audience come in, and then we get to make... We get to make an entrance. I know, right? We were talking about this last night. And Aaron said, you know, when, when Oprah's on TV, she's just not, you know, hanging out on the couch helping do sound checks and stuff. You know, no, it's like when it's time to go, she walks in. Yeah. And I was like, you know, honestly, that doesn't bother me that much. Um, even during the, the ranch roundup, when people were here, like we had to get from our house to... Mm -hmm. you know, behind the stage. Yeah. And, like, there are ways we could have went out the back door and snuck around. And, well, there's and no, then, no no way that we could have... We would have had to sneak some places. Yeah, but, right. if again, if we were more prepared and more on the ball and stuff, like, you know, before that first trailer got here, like, we set up the RV as our private area. Right. Um, and when that first... Before that first trailer pulled into by the shop, we should, we'd have, been be, we should have been in the RV. Yeah, and had you know, drinks and that kind of stuff in the RV, which we didn't have. And, and not that that's really important, no. but at the same time, it was like, okay, now we got to do this or I have to, you know, so I was back and forth from the house even a couple of times. So I know people saw me moving through, yeah. the, not through the crowd, but just on the outskirts. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, when I did the armchair rancher thing, uh, if you think the armchair rancher is another person, then you're about ready to have your bubble burst. Because uh, when I was going, not that anybody thinks that, but 
I, uh, some I, I people like to do. Think that there was would the, think that. I think I think more people figured it out now, but definitely in the first few, there I think people thought that you were that somebody else was playing the armchair rancher. Yeah, there was a little bit of that, but like I, you know, I had to get back to the house. So when the armchair rancher thing started, uh, and if you if you haven't seen the video, if you don't know what we're talking about, um, the armchair rancher is somebody that we created for. Uh, our live streams, our weekly live streams, uh, who basically addresses the, uh, you should do this, you need to do this, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and uh, he was going to make an appearance at the Ranch Roundup and come help feed calves. Yeah. And Tammy and I literally talked about it for a minute. I know, and she was like, we have a special guest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she so, was telling everybody. Well, then she called me, so I'm out. And, of course, the itinerary thing was screwed up, so, like, I think I think Bob was with me, kind of hanging out with me and, and trying to keep me on track, and, and he didn't know what was going on. And then Tammy calls me, and she says, are you coming? And I was like... I texted you, and you didn't answer. I didn't get the text, of course. And, and then she called me, and, are you coming over? You know, it's the armchair rancher coming. And I was like, do I, do I really have to? Because, like... I, I was out talking to people. I knew I would have to leave them to go do this. And, and I said, you haven't really hyped it, have you? And she kind of got quiet. And I was like, <laughs> okay, fine. I'll. So then I had to come back to the house. So I had to break away from whatever conversation I was having. And I was like, I got to go. And then split, came back to the house, um, got changed, and then snuck back around uh, back behind the barn yeah. and then used Bob as cover while I was walking <laughs> and, and worked my way up. And I'm sure people saw me coming, but... Um, it is, there is kind of that, that thing about, like, making and then, an entrance. And, and you left the same way you came back in, but then I saw you later, and I thought you had been in the house to change, and you were still... No, I didn't make... I couldn't make you it. You were still in the I outfit. tried to make it, and then I got stopped. Yeah. You know, like, multiple times yeah. trying to get back to change. I mean, yeah, so I like, need, like, a hidden... I should have had... Actually, if I was thinking, I would have had that stuff in the RV. Yeah. You know, the outfit and everything else, and then being able to change there. But no, there's just all these weird little little things you don't think about that just didn't, uh, didn't happen. Those are just so. the details that, like, we will work on for next year. And, and, and these are things that I'm sure that you're sitting there going, who gives a crap? Right, yeah. Like, nobody cares that you went and talked to people in the armchair rancher outfit. No. But you, you, with the armchair rancher, you, you didn't want to break that fourth wall. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just little details. Um, I think, you know, everyone's like, will you do it again? Will you do it again? It's like, we'll do one more. We'll, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And see if we can make things better, make things run more smoothly, make it be... Um, uh, I think we'll always put tons of pressure on ourselves to make it a great event, but man, it was it was stressful. Like yeah. the stress level has to come down a little bit through more prep, more planning, um, less work for us probably in yeah. some aspects. You know, whereas if we can find somebody to cater it, yeah, uh, we're 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 not messing, we're you're not messing with, messing with food. Yeah, um, like all day Saturday, like I was stuck in the house. I did I did help with tables a little bit and like more so like table arrangement. Just like I want a table here. This is how these tables go. Um, and then Tammy did all the decorating, and, yeah. and she had help and stuff. But I didn't get and to the be nice part of that. The nice thing is, like, as now we know how it works, like, next year, you know, even before people start showing up to help, there's stuff that we can do, you know, like start moving equipment or, you know, yeah. putting up the display, you know, that kind of, you know, the, the, the equipment on display, that kind of thing, and have some of that done even before people get here, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And hopefully next year it's a bigger event, you know, now that we have like one, one in the books, as they say, then, mm -hmm. then now we can go to John Deere and say, hey, we did this. Will you bring over a couple big-ass tractors yeah. to show people how ridiculous some of these tractors are or or whatever we can get away with, you know? Yeah, Michelin, um, like, sponsored the event. We've mm -hmm. been in talks with Michelin since, like, first of the year. Yeah, and February. Ranch Roundup has been um, very much so a topic of conversation. And there was, you know, we can't sponsor it. It's not in the budget. You know, just corporate America. Yeah, um, it was just hang -ups. Life. Yeah, how things land on yeah. budget times. And, and literally, I think about the week before... Well, a few months ago, we knew that there was going that they were going to sponsor, but we still didn't know if they were sending anybody to be on site. And um, you know, they kind of worked some stuff out that was a, a great benefit to us, um, some financial contribution to help us pull off the event, which was awesome. But then, you know, like we didn't know until. Jeremy came from Michelin and Sean, and gosh, we didn't know that they were coming until maybe like it was about a week or so. About a week, time, something like that. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe two weeks. I knew I knew when I picked up the Aeroquip thing, whatever that was, because okay. I talked to uh, somebody at corporate at that point and, yeah. and uh, but it was found out that they were very, coming. I mean, so that was about a week before or so. I mean, it was very last minute that we knew that they were sending people. And Jeremy and Sean were both great, and they, um, you know, bought everybody pizza after the live stream. And yeah, and that was really cool. They I had a, to do that. They had great response from our subscribers. So thank you everyone for being nice to Michelin. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, it's kind of you know you never know like you put uh, you just never know like you know. You, you, 
somebody could say the wrong thing and just tick somebody off, you know, right, especially yeah. a sponsor. But like, by sponsor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you put all these, you know, it's like, please don't say something that's, you know, going to make these guys mad. Yeah. You know? Especially and, when we like put them in front of a bunch of people that we don't know. Yeah. And it's like, you know, please don't screw this up. Michelin, but it was great. Michelin left very happy. Um, yeah. So we thank our audience for that. Um, and, and so, yeah, that a good review, a good response towards Michelin and, and them saying like, yeah, this event went great and we were happy to be part of it. We look forward to it for next year. That can encourage other businesses yeah. to want to be part of it. And that is going to just benefit the subscriber. Uh-huh. Exactly. And part of, you know, and there's, and then I did have a couple of people ask me about the cops that were here. At one point there, I think there was four cops uh, between the game wardens. Oh, yeah. And then, I forget that they're cops. <laughs> and like, Sorry, game wardens. Um, you know, somebody asked me, they're like, man, there's a lot of cops here. And it wasn't, it really didn't, you know, like it was, Deputy Holden was there. Uh, game and Fish was here. Fish and Game, Game and Fish, Fish and Game, whatever. And then one of our local highway patrolmen just happened to be driving by. And he was like, "Oh, free food!" So he pulled it. He didn't buy a ticket, by the way. I uh, know he no, Eli he, didn't buy a ticket. Yeah, he came, he came by <laughs> and uh, he got himself some lunch. So he he got to hang out for a little while too. So that he was, was running radar. He was. He was technically working, um, but don't. <laughs> you know, it's sorry, a, sorry, Eli's boss. Uh, <laughs> He's probably not listening. I hope. Uh, I know that that Ed's boss, the uh, deputy Holden's boss, might be listening. But, oh. <laughs> uh, you know, like it, having having those guys around. There was, you know, there. You know, I had Bob following me around the whole time. He's like six nine and and dressed like a giant pumpkin and very hard not to see. You know, so people were like, "Is this your bodyguard?" And I was like, uh, well, "Technically, he's there to keep me on task more than anything." But he, yeah. you know, I'd take pictures. He was good at running the and camera. And Ron hung out with me a lot um, from the Hunter Bunch and Greg. Um, and Jeff kind of floated. They were great. The hunters were amazing. Yeah, they were, they they were like, with us all the time. They took care of us. Dave and Tammy and Matt and the Fencil crew really helped us like up until Friday. And it's not like those people left and they weren't doing anything. But man, once the once the hunters showed up, they really like like broke into like take care of Mike and Aaron mode. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it was good because we were you know we knew that we had to have somebody with us to keep us on task yeah. and keep us moving. So it was gonna be. Uh, you know the moderators and, and but they Tammy, were busy but doing they, they were busy cooking and doing, doing other they stuff, needed to so. do. So I'm glad that, that somebody was able to step up and help us out with that. And even though they didn't really keep us on task because they didn't know what we were supposed to be doing, the itinerary <laughs> thing kind of fell apart. But uh, but they did take some good pictures. Uh, the ones if you have a picture of me and you uh, taken by Bob is taken from a high angle. Down <laughs> and they uh, like Ron, you know, warden of Folsom Folsom Prison. He's retired, but he's great at security, man. Like every time I was like, I need to go here. He's like, Let's go. Yeah, and he, he practically. Pick you up and say, "Let's go! I'll carry you over there." You Got know, us where we uh, needed to go, and uh, yeah, nobody was going to mess with Bob. And I think he—I think I heard something on Friday night. If anybody causes any problems, I will bend them over into the trash can or something Bob like said that. that? <laughs> yeah. The nice thing was, like, that was part of the whole thing. Like when we talked about originally doing this, it was. Uh, you know, we need to have some sort of security available mm-hmm. because we don't know anybody that's coming. Yeah. And that was one of the, when, when Deputy Holden, uh, when I got a chance to finally meet, talk to him a little bit, uh, he said, did you get any, uh, you know, any hate mail, any, uh, yes, uh, we any did. Type of demonstration <laughs> going to happen? Yeah, we got that. You know, we got the emails. Not the, hate, like not hate mail from like activists or anything, no, but just someone but just, very mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> and so I said, yeah, there's been a little bit, but, uh, you know, and, and that's what he was there for. And, yeah. and we did talk ahead of time and, and about, uh, you know, that he was going to come and hang out just for a little bit and do the dare officer thing. And then he was going to say, you know, he was going to make a decision. If everything looked fine, he was going to split. Well, he stayed until like he was late. Every time I looked over there, people were talking to him and stuff. So oh, yeah, I yeah. think. People liked, you know, being able to hang out with him. And the game wore the same way. They left a little bit early. They had another thing they had to get to, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I think when we do it again, and there's going to be some small changes, price might go up a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Because well, we want to do more. The price isn't going to go up because you're going to get the same thing that you did this time. I think it's going to be, uh, we want to be able to do more. We want to be able to have an actual catered meal. Maybe it's still from from stuff on the ranch, from mm-hmm. you know, sourced from the ranch, but catered, uh, cooked by somebody else, whatever, chuck wagon cooking or whoever we Yeah, I know. It. Everybody wants the Kent Rollins thing, yeah. which I think would be cool, but like... That's not set in stone yet. Please no, nothing's, forgive. nothing's set in stone. Yeah. And, there, you know, we've had talks about, you know, maybe having a, a musical artist type of thing or some sort of, you know, like a band, uh, do a concert at some point in the evening. I mean, there's been tons of tons of ideas. There's tons of nothing's, ideas. Nothing's, all nothing's, that nothing's cur- written in stone. Settle down. I know, but I know just, you're, like, glaring at me. I'm not glaring at you. It all just costs money. And right, and exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if the price goes up, it's not because we're just like, hey, we need to make money off yeah. of this deal because we didn't make any money, really. I got yelled at because we didn't hire a caterer and somebody felt like that was 
the cheap way to feed everybody. Yeah. Catering costs between between ten and twenty dollars per person per right. plate. Um, if you've ever put on a wedding, you, you know it's expensive. Cost, yeah. um, and so when we charged $25 for tickets because we wanted to make it accessible to everyone um, because we knew travel was going to be a significant... Yeah, it's not easy to get here. It's not easy to get here, so we we made our ticket prices very, very reasonable. I think that bit us in the butt because I think a lot of people were just like, oh, yeah, like you said, I'll support the channel through this. Yeah. I have no intention of coming. It's super cheap. Like, And, and if you, you didn't have to invest a lot in the ticket, so if something happened and you couldn't make it, it wasn't like that significant, like, oh, I spent money on this, I need to... There I need were to. a few people that I did hear uh, from the hotel that had rooms at the hotel, uh -huh. and they have like a 72-hour cancellation yeah. policy, yeah, so they were, people were, waited, and, and they were they, they did tell me at the hotel that they had some heated arguments yeah. with people that wanted their money back who had reserved a hotel and then couldn't make it. And... Uh, but there was also a few people that went on Facebook and said, hey, I've got rooms. Mm -hmm. I can't make it. If somebody can use these rooms, let me know. Yeah, and you other know. hotels, you know, because we, we got a discount group rate at the Arbuckle. So that changes your terms and conditions, and you don't have a 24-hour cancellation. I think you had 72-hour cancellation right. because of that group rate that, that we were able to give people. But if you'd booked a hotel at another place, you know, maybe just 24-hour cancellation, so they were able to switch. And I think some people got it worked out and stuff. Um, I would hope the Arbuckle had made it a them aware that they had 72-hour cancellation. Would, when they, and when and they some people... Room, they probably did, yeah. A lot of people did notify us, and a lot of people just had life stuff come up. Um, you know, I've been sick. My family member's been sick. We thought they were going to be fine. I'm sorry, we can't make it. Or school started. School. That was another big one. And that most of those people canceled beforehand. I'm talking, like, the week of and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, life happens. It's totally, totally yeah, understandable. Uh, uh, but... I think we will increase the ticket prices. They'll probably at least double so that it is more significant. And hopefully people think a, a little bit more about, am I actually going to be committed to this before I spend this money? Am I actually going to make the trip so that I get my money's worth out of right. this? And in turn, we will provide more, more yep. for that increase in ticket price. But um, I can't have a 50% no-show rate. Like, that's just the reality. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can sell more. We'll sell more tickets to build in a buffer. Like and then I, every single one of them will show up. Every single one will show up. But, yeah, I mean, we lived and learned. Um, I mean, even for our wedding, a lot of people, like, RSVP and didn't show. And, like, yeah. you you pay the caterer based on a yeah, headcount that you give about a wedding, week out. I, I vaguely remember somebody RSVP'd for, like, eight people and didn't Ten, show. And Ten. two of them showed. Yeah. So they missed. We were, yeah, we were short. They were they were short eight yeah. people. And you RSVP, you, you do final headcount with caterers about 10 to 14 days out. Yeah. So... Um, and, and that, like, we get that, that there's going to be something, you know, some people are just, Friday morning, something's going to happen and they're not going to make their flight. Right. Or they're not going to be able to get in their car. So we understand that. Life happens. But, um, yeah, if you want to come to 2020, please don't purchase a ticket unless you actually intend on coming. Because yeah. we want you to come. And if you can't come, we want somebody else to be able to come and experience the ranch in person. That was the weirdest thing for me was that we started selling tickets in November or whatever, sold out by January. And then we had 50,000 more subscribers come on board between then and the, the event. Uh-huh. So 50,000 people just never even had a chance. Had a chance. And that's another thing. That's another, Tickets yeah. will not go on sale till about 100 days before the event. Right. Um, so I know everyone's going to ask a million times, when's Ranch Roundup 2020? Can I get tickets for Ranch Roundup 2020? And we can put details on the website about when it is. Tickets go on sale on this mm -hmm. date. Make sure that you're there. Yeah. And we'll sell out in one day. You know. I mean, that'd be cool. Please come. <laughs> <laughs> well, and part of the reason we're going to wait and book... Or not sell tickets is that I think when we if you so if you buy tickets in November I think there's a lot of people that are like oh I'll wait to buy my flight or I'll wait oh, yeah. to arrange travel arrangements and you just maybe never got around to it or you had good intentions and it didn't happen so that's why we're going to wait until closer and then um, hopefully you'll feel comfortable I purchased my ticket I'm going to head right over to Expedia or whatever your favorite uh, plane booking website is <laughs> and uh, purchase your tickets or figure out your travel arrangements. Um, right then and there when you purchase your tickets. So hopefully that will help. Um, and it, it's it's fine that people didn't show, but it's it, what upsets me is that we... We, we kept, turned people down. We turned people yeah. down. We kept other people from getting to experience it. And if life happens, life happens. We understand that you couldn't make it. But for people that just bought tickets and didn't didn't ever really plan to come, that part is frustrating. Yeah, and it's so. not like those people weren't... 
in contact with because we were sending out emails. Oh my gosh, we sent so many emails. Yeah, so I mean, they knew that you know we were expecting them to come. Yeah, you know, and I do appreciate everybody who said who sent us an email and said, "Hey, I'm not going to make it because that worked." There was a lot of, "Hey, I'm not going to make it. You can resell my ticket. Yeah, Um, please give my tickets to somebody else." We did a lot of that, and that that was fine. That worked out great. Yeah, and that's something on our end that we'll do too. Is uh, once tickets are sold out, we will build a much deeper waiting list right um so that as people cancel and stuff which will inevitably happen that we can we can make sure that we're getting close to i want to see 200 people on the ranch yeah plus crew because it did seem a little empty Empty. yeah and i think that even 200 people out here would seem not as full as as what you would expect to see because it is a big area it is a big area but i mean i think if we'd had 90 more people we would have noticed that there was 90 more people probably I mean, that's a pretty significant... For for a first run, though, I oh, think we did great. great. I, yeah. think, I think everything so... Uh, if you think I'm complaining like your grandmother, I'm not. Because <laughs> I do think that everything went great. We had... I had, a, I had a fun time. I had an awesome time. I got a horrible cold from somebody. But, uh, you know, I just, it was just so much fun to be probably able to. Probably your children. It probably was. But uh, to be able to sit down and talk to people. No, we didn't sit down. But be, to be able to talk to folks, uh, see people that we'd seen in the past who had come through, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Dunhams, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, or is it, how do you pronounce that? Is it Dunham? I think so. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, they were up here from Arizona, but they stopped by last year during branding, I mm-hmm. think was when yeah. they stopped by. And, you know, so to see those people coming back and, and uh, knowing that we're still a part of their lives, they're still a part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeff Lake from from uh, from San Francisco, who yeah. showed up in full cowboy attire. <laughs> I kind of wonder if he dresses like that all the time. Maybe he does. Um, but uh, um, to see Paymaker. I mean, it, and there were so many people. Like, we're missing a ton of people. But to be able to put um, names, faces, and screen names and real-life names together um, was... It, you know, I went into it somewhat hesitant and stuff, but it, it exceeded my expectations, and it's worth a repeat. Yeah. So So that's where we stand on that. Um, we're going to wrap things up for today here on the podcast, but we will be back again next Friday. We'll, uh, we, I know we teased you about Aaron's nonprofit troubles. We'll talk oh. about that next week. Hopefully we'll have some more uh, details about that. But the IRS is basically saying, hey, you're not a nonprofit because you choose to make money. Uh to sustain your nonprofit, which is <laughs> so, kind of a and, and I might have more answers by next week and stuff. Um, this week was a little rough with the IRS, and uh, they have threatened to not approve us. As uh, Megan's worked really hard this week trying to rewrite a lot of stuff, and yeah. we are tweaking programming um, without working really hard to not compromise our core values that we will pay farmers because yeah, they, basically the IRS is saying that you can't pay farmers for their food. Food is not free. Yeah, and so. I will never ever stand behind that yeah like, the nice that thing is, not... is that we have state legislators and, and possibly a governor behind us yeah and some i have a state that legislator might... that joined our board a couple weeks ago yeah. so congressman maybe you know yeah. so we're, we're we're working that aspect and, and hopefully we'll get things <laughs> to work out because yeah food is not free even if the irs says hey you know you don't you don't pay for food that you're going to give away to people um somebody get somebody needs to get paid for that whether it's 10 cents on the dollar yeah. so well no more than 10 cents we're going to pay farmers and ranchers a living wage because food is not free right. and um and you can use donations to pay them that's what i don't understand why this is weird but anyway moving on we're going to wrap things up for today aaron do you have anything you want to end with no. Thank you, everyone who came to Ranch Roundup. Um, thank you, everyone who supported us, even if you couldn't come to Ranch Roundup. And, um, yeah, it was a great event. It was very cool. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, don't take this the wrong way. I'm glad it's over. Man. <laughs> I find it's Friday. I'm still exhausted. Yeah. I can't wait till tomorrow, three-day weekend. We should have plans for Labor Day. We're we going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Back to real life, guys. Thank you very much, and have a great week. Aaron and Mike bring you into their world. It's not just chickens and the Angus herd. So take off your boots, relax, and go beyond the ranch.